Welcome, everybody. It's the High School Sports Report here live at Saxby's Restaurant in New Albany. Tonight we're located at 2870 Technology Avenue, just off Charlestown Road at the Interstate 265 Interchange. I'm Matt Dennison. I'll be your host again this Thursday as we'll be featuring tonight Floyd Central football later in our program. And we'll start off tonight with the Silver Creek Dragons football program. They experienced quite a victory on Friday over Springs Valley. We'll talk with Coach Michael Donahue and some of his key players about the big win and the expected big season in Sellersburg. Stop by Zaxby's on the way to or after the game this week and try the new Cobb salad or one of their amazing milkshakes. The Zaxby's drive-thru is open until 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. As you probably know by now, high school football kicked off on Friday with the first game, the first competitive game for all the area teams. A quick rundown of the scores. Jeffersonville with a 60-48 to winner over Evansville Balsey. Louisville Mail defeated Floyd Central 62-14. to Madison surprised Charlestown 24-7. to New Albany blanked rival Providence 28 to nothing. Silver Creek, our guest tonight, they were a winner 46-20 to over Springs Valley. And Southridge with a 61-8 winner over the Clarksville Generals. A reminder that our main source bank game of the week broadcast that we'll have tomorrow night is Providence at Floyd Central. A 7 p.m. kickoff with a pregame report beginning at 6.30. Paul Love and Kevin Roth, they will have the call from Floyd Snobs. Hope you'll keep it tomorrow night if you're not going to a game on 1450 WXVW. And a reminder, you can stream us online at 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Again, Silver Creek football up first here on the high school sports report. Coach Michael Donahue here with us at Zaxby's in New Albany. Coach, a big win, a great start to the season with a win over Springs Valley, a team that defeated you last year or in the, in the first game of the, the 2012 season. I'm sure uh, much better to get off on a winning start this year. Well, I said all along to the players that we needed to set a tempo for this year, and the best way to set a tempo is to go ahead and win. We played them back when we were still JV, Springs Valley, and that was our only varsity game. We have never beat them before, so my senior group promised me that we'd come out with a win. We have. We're looking at Salem. We have never beat Salem since we've been varsity for the last three years. So this is a big jump for us. It's a big boost for us to put 46 to 30 being the final score. And that's just one of those things that gets you charged up and ready to go. Salem, again, as Coach Donahue mentioned, will be the Dragons' opponent on Friday night, a 7 o'clock tip-off against the Lions, a team that they hope to defeat again last year. Springs Valley, a 46-29 winner. A little different this year, the Dragons' come out on top 46-30. to 30. Coach, give us a rundown of the game. I'm sure a lot of excitement before leading up to the game. Of course, afterwards when the win is in the right side of the column, excitement in the locker room and on the way home. Tell us what you did to make that win or what the players did as well to make that win possible. Well, I always say coaches are actually people who wish they could still play football but are too old to do so. But it's the guys on the field that did it. And I think what I'm really impressed with is how well our defense stepped it up this year. Also, our offense, I think the statistic that boggles my mind from our last game was the fact that we had the ball for 11 minutes and scored seven touchdowns. In those seven touchdowns, five were by running, two by passing, and that's pretty impressive. Our special teams really stepped it up. That was a point for this year coming in. Last year, they would have, uh, we'd kick off, and maybe they'd start on the 40 or the 35, and we were holding around the 20 or less. So that's a big improvement all the way around. Um, we punted twice in the entire game, which is another big mark for us. So I think really it was the hard work that these guys have put in. 
during the off season, during the summer, getting ready for this season. We have goals that we want to meet, and uh, they seem to be on track for doing that. And that's one of the big pluses, I think. And, and two, people like you're going to talk to Brooks Howell, our starting quarterback that's been the starter for three years. He's a senior. Jason Gent, who's on the defensive side of the ball, is a junior. But I have 18 seniors, so we're heavy laden that fun. And most of them have been with us through the start of their high school career, and that always helps when you have that advantage. And as you well know, especially in the sports world, the third year is always the magical year. You, you know, I can say Notre Dame, I can come to other colleges. The coaches have had the team for three years, and it just seems to click. It's like a light bulb comes on in their head and they get it. Let's talk a little bit about, about the history of the Silver Creek program. Until 2010, uh, when football was restarted, there has been no competitive football at the high school since 1940, 1942, the last time that varsity football was played at the school. In 2010, you had an 0-1 record. 2011, finished winless at 0-10. And, of course, last year much improved at 3-7 and and already off to a good start with a 1-0 record this year. What's the support been like from the students and the faculty and others in the Sellersburg community that makes up Silver Creek High School toward football? Are they beginning to really grasp it and understand what an opportunity it is for the student-athletes at Silver Creek High School? I think this year more than ever we have the biggest support we have I believe, and the guys can attest to this, Wednesday night you kind of had a, a pep rally out on the field. Um, the community is behind us. We have always had a great fan base that even travels with us. We have played opponents on their game field, and we have more than the fans than they do, which is just uh, mind-boggling to know that we have that good of a support, a greater support. And I expect that to continue. I expect to have a large crowd tomorrow. Uh, winning always helps that. And that should be a great thing. It's the High School Sports Report. We're here at Vaxby's on Charlestown Road talking Silver Creek football with Coach Michael Donahue. I want to bring in Paul Love, our play-by-play voice of football here on 1450 WXVW. Thanks, Matt. Uh, pleasure to be here. Coach and, and players, congratulations on your first win, certainly. Uh, you know, Mid-Southern Conference, uh, been around for a long time. Uh, I remember throughout the years that they talked about, why doesn't Silver Creek have a football program? <laughs> They're a bigger school than a lot of the other schools in that conference, but it has always been a pretty dominant basketball environment there. So it pleases me to see you guys have this kind of success, and hopefully you can get back to the kind of success that the basketball team uh, has uh, at, at your school. But uh, once again, I'm looking at your schedule. I see you able to win based on what I've seen so far. You can have a lot of success this year in the Mid-Southern Conference. Highlight the conference for us, if you will. Who's going to be the strength in that conference, and what are you going to have to do to get in that top half? Well, I know for a fact that Brownstown just seems to run that wing team like a machine. Um, it just seems to be able, year after year, Coach May is able to bring them out on the field. And I'm always amazed that he may not have that great of athletes, but they run that thing like I have never seen a wing team run. You have um, Charlestown, and Charlestown may be a fluke, that they lost to Madison. You know, you always have an opponent that has your number, and Madison has beat them uh, twice out of the last three years. So they must have some kind of thing going with there. I would say Corden still probably is going to be fairly strong uh, with that. I would say that we should really match up well against people like Eastern, North Harrison, Clarksville, um, and hopefully Salem tomorrow night. But I still feel that we will have a marked improvement 
in playing Brownstown and Corden and Charlestown over what we had in the years before. It's kind of like uh, play the best and, and beat the rest. That's right. That kind of a philosophy. I understand what you're saying about Brownstown. Coach May has that that program rolling, and I've always marveled at how, how good they seem to be year in and year out when you think they might not be. Charleston last year, of course, had a real strong year, but mm-hmm. I believe losing Daniels and some of those other guys, key players over there, they, they may be a team that uh, you can play with again this year. Sure, sure, I think so. It's the high school sports reporter reminder. We have Coach Gleasing and Floyd Central football in the second half of our program, still ahead of talking to two of Silver Creek's key players for Coach Donahue. We'll have Brooke Powell with us a little later in the program. He's the signal caller for the Dragons and also a linebacker, Jason Gent, here in just a bit on the high school sports report. Coach, let's take a look at this Salem team. They were losers on Friday, 29-20 to Paoli, uh, putting them at 0-1 on this early campaign of high school football here in southern Indiana. What have you been able to learn uh, throughout the summer and over this past week about the Salem football team? Well, with a new head coach and coming from the offensive coordinator of Paoli, looking at their game film against Paoli, it was like watching the same team playing each other because they mirrored exactly what to do. They're playing a wing team, um, probably not as much off option-orientated as I thought they were going to be, but they do a lot of movement with the backfield. Uh, they play basically a 4-4 defense. They may move it to a 5-2 occasionally, or they'll go 3-3 stack. But other than that, uh, I think we match up really well. They tend to play a cover three most of the time. So I would say our strength is on the offensive side is going to be our wide receivers. You've got Bobby Haynes, you've got Drew Sorrell, you've got Austin Hastings and Cameron Cook. Um, that's going to be hard to match up for them. From the standpoint of defense, uh, we're playing harder than I've ever seen us play. Um, Jason leads the defense really well in, in getting the play calls in. Uh, everybody's coming in, and uh, I'm just seeing a marked improvement across our line. Two was one of our, our biggest push for this uh, season coming in. We weren't getting the defensive push that we needed to get in, so we really worked hard on the defensive push to come in, and everybody playing their position. Uh, so I think that um, we're hoping that it will really be a, a great matchup. Well, we know that two of your key players are with you here tonight. It's Zach Steve, Brooks Howe, and Jason Jen. I want to give you an opportunity before we go to our first commercial break to highlight some other key players on your team and those that also played a big role in the win on Friday. Well, we have... Um, it's always a team effort, and it's always hard to pull out. But I think what was really the great thing, Brad Graham as running back really showed his strength as a running back. You had Bobby Haynes, who transferred from Florida, did a great job on, on pass receiving and, and has blazing speed. Cameron Cook caught a lot of passes. Drew Sherrod didn't catch a whole lot of passes, but he blocked downfield well. And that most receivers will tell you there are games when they're really open, and they're open. Uh, Cameron Cook also. I thought Jason uh, did a great job uh, in the middle linebacker position and tackling. Evan Cunliffe had a great game on that one also in coming out. Um, Cameron Cook is also our kicker, and he is building that thing, which has really held us, uh, helped us when it came to the our kickoff and being able to cover. It's high, it's long, it gets the players down there to fire down there, staying in their lanes. So across the board, I just thought we had one of the best games as team offense, defense, and special teams we've had since we started. That's Michael Donahue, the head football coach at Silver Creek, as he leads this young program through their second game of the season, a home game against Salem Friday at 7 o'clock as they hope to improve 
the 2-0 and on the season. Much more Silver Creek football coming up here momentarily. We'll talk with two of his key players. want to remind you, the 1450 WXVW Athlete of the Week presented by King Screen is awarded every Monday on our station. Jeffersonville senior Austin Hines got the 2013 high school football season, started with a bang Friday as the Red Devils upended Evansville Balsy 60-48, to helping Jeff win its season opener for the first time since 1992. Hines ran for 159 yards and four touchdowns in the first half alone and tallied 257 yards and six touchdowns on 35 carries for the game. Hats off to Austin Hines this week's 1450 Athlete of the Week brought to you by Keenscreen. Keenscreen is your source for custom corporate and athletic apparel. Give Jacob Boger and his team a call at 812-945-5336 for all your screen printing needs. Back with more, it's the high school sports report from Zaxby's in New Albany after these good words. We are back here at Saxby's in New Albany for the High School Sports Report. Matt Dennison here with you. Glad you're tuning with us. And I want to invite you, every Thursday we'll be in an area of Zaxby's restaurant, whether it be the New Albany location or the one in Jeffersonville by Jeffersonville High School, bringing you complete coverage of high school sports in southern Indiana. We'll be featuring many different sports, not just football, as the fall sports season progresses. But glad you're with us tonight as we feature two great programs here in southern Indiana, Silver Creek and Floyd Central, of course. Coach Gleasing and some of his players will be our guests a little later in the program. I want to tell you that uh, this Friday, another active Friday night, our main source game of the week that we'll broadcast will be Providence at Floyd Central at 7 o'clock start time, 6.30 pregame show. Other games, Charlestown at Brownstown, Eastern Pekin will travel to Clarksville, New Albany will make a trip to the Evansville area and play Castle. Salem, of course, will play Silver Creek. We told you a little bit about that game earlier in our show. And Seymour, the Owls, will come down and play at Jeffersonville at Blair Field. Moving on with Silver Creek football, our first guest up is middle linebacker Jason Gent, just a junior for the Dragons. Jason, I guess first off, let's start. What's it like to lead the defense for this Dragons football club? Uh, it's a pretty good experience, actually. I just like playing. I'm just there to help everybody. More, It's just, just team sport. It's what I'm here to do. I know that the excitement has been growing over the years as your wins have been growing over the years. What's it like at school uh, now that you're back in session? you got a win under your belt. Do you feel like the enthusiasm for your sport could be at an all-time high? Oh, yes. Yeah. Enthusiasm has grown greatly. We have an ozone, which is our sheer block, and everybody's going to games now. Talk a little bit about your role on the team. Obviously, a middle linebacker, there's responsibilities that come with every position in football, but what else has Coach Donahue asked of you this season? Uh, what do you feel that you bring to this team? Well, all he's done is ask me to lead the team and just play my game and have fun, and that's what I plan to do. Talking with Jason Gent, a junior middle linebacker for Silver Creek football. Jason, what would the goal be for this team? Uh, obviously a 3-7 and seven, uh, mark last year, more wins than what you had had the year before, and you could be on pace for a better season this year. I'll be looking now at conferences and sectionals and those kind of goals. Of course, the goal is to get as far as possible. If we can get to state, we can get to state, but we're just going to play every game by every game. Jason Gent with us here on the High School Sports Report. Best of luck tomorrow against Salem. We appreciate you coming out here to Zaxby's. I want to go on down now and also bring in the quarterback, the signal caller for the Dragons team, Brooks Howe. He's a senior on this team. Brooks, I guess in that quarterback position, you've been the man to see 
this thing come together in recent years. Talk about the difference in the team from this year to last year, maybe how you've seen uh, players take more of a serious approach to the game and be more prepared when Friday nights come. Yeah, it's uh, a lot to do with our experience. A lot of our players have been returning. Um, we got a lot more varsity experience, and then our confidence has just gotten better and better. As the games go by, they put, put together some wins, and then our confidence is up when we beat Springs Valley. Hopefully we can carry it on into this week. Talking with Brooks Howe on the high school sports report. Here at Zaxby's last year, you guys fell to Salem 28-14. to You avenged a, week, a, a loss in week one against Springs Valley. What would it mean for you and your teammates if you come out with another victory and improve the 2-0 and the best start for you guys? It would be huge for us uh, starting out 2-0. Carry that on into the rest of the season and give us a lot—a big conference win for us and be good for us. As a senior, uh, obviously quarterback's an important position, no matter your grade. But as a senior, do you feel an extra added level of responsibility as Coach Don and you may be pushing you for a little bit more this season, even away from the QB position? Oh yeah, uh, my role on the offense has changed last in the last three years. I've been—I really had to be much of a leader. As a sophomore and junior, we had other leaders who were, kind of took that role, but then this year I'm going to try to be more of a leader locally and then lead by example, too. Brooks, I know the football season has just begun, and excitement is at a high as it is in early in every sports season, you could say. But how do you juggle three sports? I know you're a basketball standout, also a baseball, a solid, solid baseball player for Silver Creek. Is it hard to bounce from season to season, or do you just kind of stay focused on each sport as you move those, move through those respective months. Yeah, it keeps me busy in each season, but I just focus on them one at a time, and just one end, just go right into the next one. Just focus on them one at a time. Brooks, congratulations on a great start. I know that you're hoping for a big year for the Dragons this time out. Paul, bring you in. Yeah, Brooks, uh, playing three sports, uh, I, I think too many high school players do not extend their their their, their sports program that wide. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that just playing one sport, a special magazine in one sport, takes all the fun out of high school. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Definitely. Do you think it's a mistake for uh, good athletes not to, to try to play other sports? Yeah, definitely. I definitely recommend it to anybody to play all three. I enjoy all three of them. So When yeah. one ends, the other one begins, yeah. right? There I need go. to just choose one. Well, Brooks, best of luck to you and the Dragons team. It's been great to follow Coach Donahue and your success in the recent years, and Hope that you match and exceed, far exceed that win total this year. Thank you. All right, Brooks Howe on the high school sports report. I want to bring back in Coach Donahue before we flip the tune to Floyd Central football. One subject I did not cover with you in the first segment that I had hoped to was you've got a little bit of football that runs in the family. Your son, Tyler, played college football at the Division One level at Bowling Green in Ohio. He also had stints in the NFL with the Rams and the Dolphins, and now you're fortunate enough to keep him close as the offensive line coach at Silver Creek. Tell us about that experience and what he's brought to your football team. Well, I think that one of the improvements on our offensive line is his ability to look at game film and come up with a blocking scheme. His blocking schemes are simplistic, but they're effective, and that's what we've seen. And a lot of his blocking schemes are basically collegiate type of blocking schemes, and they work really well for the run or for the pass. You know, I come from a very long history of football. My dad played football in Iowa and uh, had scholarships from all over the place that decided to get married. That was back in that time period. He holds the state record of throwing 325 yards and running for 340 in one game. 
well, he can't break that because he ran in the Notre Dame box. Now, some people won't know what that is, but that's an effective way of running that game. And so we come from that, and myself, then my uh, younger brother, who uh, unfortunately died of a liver ailment, was a head football coach at Trainer Island, became the winningest coach in their high school history. So it just kind of goes from one to the other. To have my own son on the sideline is a pretty neat thing, and, and it's becoming a lifelong memory uh, to do that. And it's just one of those things he brings in. Uh, we have some very interesting conversations from time to time, and he thinks the old man is stupid, but that's okay. That goes away <laughs> the territory. But, you know, but it, is a, it is a good experience, and, and uh, he really enjoys these guys. He really does. Um, he works someplace else and unfortunately can't be at every practice, but I'm constantly getting text messages and this, and he's always at every game, and I think they really do listen to him and like his input. Yes. Coach, always great to catch up with you and your team. Best of luck this season. Thank you, Matt. Okay, we'll move on to Floyd Central football after the break. First, I want to remind you about our stars of the game after every broadcast with Coach Paul Love. New Albany's Kawan Payton, Providence's Matt Bell. They were awarded the Walnut Ridge Nursery and Garden Center Star of the Game Awards following last Friday's Game of the Week at New Albany. Each week, immediately following our Main Source Bank Game of the Week broadcast, Paul Love will announce the stars of each game. Walnut Ridge Nursery and Garden Center, growing southern Indiana, for 100 years. Also want to remind you, you can listen to WXVW on the go. You can stream our broadcast at 1450thesportsbuzz.com or download the station's mobile app on your iPhone or Android device. Just search 1450 The Sports Buzz in the iTunes Store or the Android Market for the free download. Back with Floyd Central Football, Coach Gleasing, and much more. It's the High School Sports Report on 1450 WXVW. 